Welcome to The Receptive Life. We're learning how to fight against the unholy trinity, to defend ourselves with the promises that come from the person and the work of Jesus, but also learning how to receive all of the gifts that can only come from the hands of the triune God. So we're in the weekly practice. So on Monday, we can focus on Station 7, the Ten Commandments. And again, that little Bridger verse, Psalm 119, verse 32, I run in the path of your commands, for you have set my heart free. The Ten Commandments, again, the question is, what does love have to do with it? Well, all of the commandments, uh, commandments 1 through 3, commandments 4 through 10, speak of love. Love for who? Well, love for God and love for the neighbor. So see it again as spiritual uh, doctor, spiritual diagnosis. When we go to the commandments, there's an examination, an assessment. Then there's a uh, some news about you know sickness. What's the diagnosis of the malady? Where's the cure? Who has the medicine? That's the person and work of Jesus. And then what does it look like to live uh, in a healthy way, a way that is not only pleasing to God but also of service to the neighbor? The other metaphor we use is that of the fence line, right? Um, and sometimes, again, the Ten Commandments only get the um, identity of, of prohibition. Don't do that, or stop it, or no. But there's also this invitation to live a life that would be blessed, a blessing. So not just, you know, stop, but rather an invitation to start. Not just a no, but God saying, here's a Here's a yes, not just a, uh, a don't, but also an invitation to, to live a different way uh, to do. Now, there's an elegant order to these commandments. And only God could have, could have done this, right? So uh, the first three, according to the Lutheran uh, rendering, uh, deal with love for God. Uh, no other gods. Don't take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And uh, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, the second table, Commandments 4 through 10, uh, have this elegant order to them, beginning with the, the core of culture, the core of humanity, uh, which is the family. So the fourth commandment, thou shalt honor thy father and thy mother, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long upon the earth. Luther says, so what does this mean? Again, look for the positive and a negative, right? So it begins this way, we should fear and love God that we may not. Not what? despise our parents, anger them, but rather give them honor, serve and obey them, hold them in love and esteem. So it says not just here parents, but also uh, the authority that flows out of the parents as well. Ephesians 6, the apostle says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. This is uh, this table of uh, dealing with the neighbor speaks of uh, love um, out of our station or our calling. So vocation is, is simply the word, uh, you know, what is my calling in life? And you could th think of vocation as what, where has God placed you? What is your station? What is your role? You know, husband, wife, father, mother, child, employer, employee. Where has he placed you? A certain location. You put those two together and you have your calling, your vocation. Now, within that vocation, your hands are full of good works. The Ten Commandments, if you're looking for good works, 
just go to the Ten Commandments and you will see uh, that your hands forever will be filled with good works. Again, don't just think of the commandments as stop, but an invitation to to start, not to despise or anger your parents, but but to to honor them as well. So at the heart of the fourth commandment are these estates, the three estates, you could say, of culture. Um, Parents or fathers by blood. This is the family. Fathers by office or appointment. That speaks of civil authorities. And then fathers by divine call. And we would talk about that as uh, the church. Now, there is an inequality uh, and an ordered difference in these different roles or these different stations, right? So children are not called to be the parents and, you know, um, civil authorities. They are uh, chosen by God and uh, they are placed over us for good order. So there is a certain inequality and ordered difference built into the commandments. Uh, Luther in his large catechism writes this. He says, we must therefore impress it upon the young that they should regard their parents as in God's stead. So, uh, the children are not the parents, right? Uh, in God's stead, God has ordered it in such a way that they, father and mother, are given uh, to children by God. He, he continues, he says, they are not to be deprived of their honor because of their conduct or their failings. Therefore, we are not to regard their persons, how they may be, but the will of God who has thus created and ordained them. We're called not just to love our parents, but to honor them. There is a certain divine majesty hidden in them because God has given uh, those parents uh, to us. Uh, Now, within the family, within any relationship, really the dearest and most enduring words are not, I love you. Those Those are nice words, right? But the most enduring words in any relationship are, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because there, um, sin is confessed and forgiveness is given. And this forgiveness of sins, this life of repentance is lived out in the core of the family. Father and mother, children, uh, always pointing to the person and work of Jesus within that God-ordained estate of the family. Now, going out from there then into society and within the church, also is this authority. So there should be this spirit of gratitude that God has ordered life in such a way uh, for our good. Now he says uh, in his large catechism, uh, Luther, besides this, it is our duty before the world to be grateful for benefits and every good which we have of our parents. But here again, the devil rules in the world so that the children forget their parents as well as we all forget God. And no one considers how God nourishes, protects, and defends us and bestows so much good on body and soul. Especially when an evil hour comes, we are angry and we grumble with impatience. And all the good which we have received throughout our life is wiped out from our memory. Just so we do also with our parents. And there is no child that understands and considers this, what the parents have endured while nourishing and fostering him except the Holy Ghost grant him this grace. And so, with gratitude, we are to look at God's gifts to us, uh, children looking to parents. So there's a commandment uh, that comes right with a promise. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. 
honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you, you may live long on the earth.